Hello, my name is Kaylin Townsend, and I have a passion for fashion. Fun play on words, I know. But what I'm going to say, I will be saying as blunt as I possibly can. I hate the dress code. Though I do agree we should have regulations when it comes to the, the idea of children wearing what they please to wear, I feel that the dress code is an ineffective way to get children to follow certain rules society has been placed mentally. This passion all started when I was in middle school. Yeah, middle school. One of my most interesting times in my young life. Anyway, I went to a school that had such a strict dress code. No ripped jeans, no tank tops, no shorts unless you had leggings under it. You couldn't even show a little bit of skin, which is ridiculous in my opinion. But that could just be me. Anyway... I was there for two years, so I really didn't know anything different. But then I graduated. Woohoo! You paid to pass the eighth grade. Yippee for me! <laughs> but as as I went into high school, I realized that that Manning, my middle school that I went to, was just so incredibly strict when it came to the dress code because high school was a completely different culture in some manner was much more lenient and as long as like you didn't come to school in a bra you would just a bra I mean (laughs) you would be perfectly fine and then I started thinking wow I wonder what other schools are like and I wonder how they regulate their children and how they punish them for breaking the dress code when it's really just clothing and I kept wondering and I was like wow I wonder what other states are like I wonder what the whole world is like not having the freedom to express yourself through clothing in a very artistic manner. So, when I, when I started this project, I originally wanted to change the dress code. But that's not what I want to do anymore. I want to make people aware of the sexism and the psycho- psychological effects that involve within that dress code. Not just, not just trying to liberate the dress code but more of trying to figure out what we can do to be able to have children not feel terrible about their bodies because we have to cover them up because people get offended by looking at slight stomach. Until next time, I will be talking about the psychological effects. Thanks. Welcome back. So, as I said in my last podcast, I said I would be working on the psychological effects of the dress code and what it impacts on girls, possibly boys depending what they wear, but mostly girls because of the sexism involved within the dress code. So, allow me to begin. Adults deprive children of being able to make their own decisions by not letting them choose what they're wanting to wear. This, by choosing what they wear, children are gaining self-regulation rules when teachers are when teachers districts are too strict with these decisions when it comes to the dress code this allows children to feel they need to rebel to push the limits to see what they can get away with by by not having as strict of dress code as some districts may have this could allow children to be able to be free with their expressions and be able to learn those self-regulating rules as i learned before because if adults are always trying to self-regulate children then we're always going to want to keep trying to push back and see what we can get away with because 
according to our friends it's cool to to break rules or whatever i have read many articles for this research and i know that that one of the themes of this this dress code is that girls must cover up their bodies at all costs to not distract boys and one of the retorts i found this is we can't change how our body looks it's part of life and we can't control how we look or how god made us however boys can control their impulses because there's no dress code in the real world adding on to this what i've learned from all of these different articles is that the sexism involved within the code really makes girls feel self-conscious because we don't want to be sexually abused by other people and by by pushing this thought into our mind girls are constantly in fear of that and they're constantly like i don't know they're just constantly trying to get away from people who could potentially do that which is really something that we shouldn't have to think about in our modern day world for starters as a girl i know i personally uh know that if i don't get to control what i wear people tell me to change i grow very impatient and my mood completely changes this could potentially affect the way girls learn because they're too focused on uh on what they're stuck in when asked people to change for a real lesson i made a survey i asked girls if they've been dress coded and to give me stories and i didn't really get a huge story but one of the common themes was they didn't feel comfortable in the clothes that they had to be had to change in if they got dress coded they felt super self-conscious and this causes girls all over the country to really feel like they can't express themselves through their clothing because they're afraid to be dress coded anyway that's all for today Thank you very much. Bye. Welcome back to the third part of my podcast featuring sexism that goes on within the code. First, I would like to make a huge statement that girls cannot control the way their bodies develop. So by targeting different aspects of the of the based on how their appearance is for something that they can't control and how their body was made through genetics is completely outrageous. For example, for example, I would like to state the fact that within some dress codes, not Golden's specifically, they have to have their shorts in as a certain length, which is as long as their finger how long as their fingertips reach out to. Which I, as I said, I think is outrageous because girls can't control how lanky their body is. So sh- the shorts that they may be wearing may be completely acceptable. However, their arms are very, very long for their body and they're just lanky. Yet we are being targeted for that. Along with this, I would also like to point out that every single girl wears a bra. And by having a little bit of bra strap showing can get you dress coded, which is completely ridiculous due to the fact that sometimes when we're working and we, have, when we bend over and our bra strap is showing and when teachers tell us to put away, it's humiliating for girls, which is also going back to the psychological effects of what is going on within girls' brains due to body image because of something like this. A lot of the time in classes, 
teachers always tell us to put hoods and hats away, which now I think is perfectly acceptable due to the fact that I was given a very good explanation onto why, why I think it's okay not to have hats and and beanies on during class because some teachers may not be able to recognize us. And with an explanation like that, I believe it's, it is absolutely okay for teachers to be able to restrict us from that. Along with this, my teacher, Miss Anderson, when I was asking her about this, told me about her grandma when she was working in, 19, in the 1950s. Now in the 1950s, women were stereotyped to wear skirts and they weren't allowed to wear pants. However, Miss Anderson's grandmother was a scientist and she was working out in the field. But then what happened was when they went back to go into a library with pants on because obviously you don't want to work in a field with a skirt. They went into the library with a pants on and they were kicked out because it was informal for girls at that time to wear pants. And though I do agree fashion has evolved and it's acceptable for us to wear different pieces of clothing now, we're still being targeted within the code as a dress code image. Along with this, have you, let me ask, have you ever heard of a boy really being dress coded for something that they wear? Maybe they'll wear something that's completely distracting, like maybe a lot of chains or necklaces that they'll be wearing, like first like suspenders on something. And I've never seen someone, a guy, get dress coded for something like that. Well, thanks for tuning in this time. I really appreciate it. Till next time. Thank you. Welcome back to the final segment of my podcast. Thank you for tuning in for this maybe 10-minute podcast, and I appreciate you listening through all of this. But in conclusion, I would like to say how the dress code affects both the psychological effects and embraces the idea of sexism within the dress code. However, what would be a passion project without having a solution to the passion? Though I don't believe we should take away the dress code completely, I do believe that parents, teachers, administrators, districts should get together and create an overall explanation besides this is distracting for us as girls and maybe even guys to understand why we can't wear a specific piece of clothing. Because as a girl, I find it very irritating when they're restricting us on saying that we can't wear something that we want to wear and they don't give us a reason for. With reasons, teenagers are able to adapt and grasp to the situation. And we were able to really overcome and learn from that situation on why we maybe can't wear something. Teenagers tend to like to rebel when teachers or parents or anyone tells them something they cannot do without a good explanation. The common catchphrase from a parent is because I said so, and then kids just want to go out and break that all the time because 
they think they're rebelling. So by giving us an explanation on to why we cannot wear a specific piece of clothing or why we can't do this or that, this will open up a whole new world for teenagers for us to be able to learn and adapt to different situations because we're aware of how this might affect us or people around us. Thank you once again for listening to my segment. I appreciate you for tuning in and hopefully this light grows. So have a good day. Thank you. Thank you.